Welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. This is episode one. My name is Taylor Jackson, and I am a mother of four. I homeschool, and I'm an artist who paints during nap time. And I fit in my art practice during you know, small moments, little, little moments that I get to step away when I'm not feeding children or bathing children or taking them to soccer practice or doing school, and I have found the time to stay creative. And so I want to give you a little insight into how that works for me. So each episode is going to be built around just things that have helped me and how I'm able to keep creating. I think the number one thing that I hear from a lot of people is how on earth do you make time for your art practice and how on earth do you make time to be creative and the answer is very simple it's almost so simple that people would think I was making fun of them for saying this but you make time for the things that you want to do and I'm not saying you need to shirk all responsibility obviously there are things that need to be done throughout the day But if you truly want to be creative and you truly, if you truly want to make something, then you will make the time for it. We all have the same 24 hours in our day, but um, I believe that you can make time for creativity, even if it's a very small amount of time. I think good things can happen in small moments. And if you build up on small moments, then you will see a lot of growth. So I'm what they might call a daily painter. I paint every day. I don't necessarily finish a project every day, but I do try to paint daily for at least five minutes a day. And I'll tell you a few things that help to make this possible. Number one, um, my kids understand that nap time, quiet time, is the time that mommy is working. Now, usually they'll go to their rooms. Um, My youngest naps still. My older ones, they'll go to their rooms and play with Legos or read a book or do something like that. And they know that this is the time that I'm working. Now, sometimes they want to join me, which that's okay, but I do have some rules around my working hours, and that is no interrupting, no talking about things other than art, and that I cannot help them during that time. Now, when we're creative at other times, you know, I can help them if we're making something in the morning or whatever, but while Gus is asleep, my youngest, while he is sleeping, I am creating and working. Um, Now, sometimes I'm recording tutorials during that time, so I ask them to stay in their rooms and keep quiet so that I can have uh, the time and space and quiet that I need to do that. But we built a rhythm and a routine, and they understand this. And even though they're children, they know that this is important to me. And it's not all day, every day. It's only you know, for about an hour, an hour and a half in the afternoons. So that is something that I have utilized to really help me to make the time for creating. But the thing that we're going to talk about right now, because it is episode one, I know several of you maybe have happened upon this podcast and you're just now starting your creative journey and you're trying to figure out what to do. Um, And this is just a bit of encouragement for you today. So something I really want to talk about is creating a lot of just work that's frustrating 
And when you first start back and get back into your creative groove, whether you have, you know, you've gotten an art degree and you just haven't created in a long time, it's the same as riding a bike, although you might fall, you know, maybe you knew how to roller skate in the seventh grade and you haven't done it in a while. When you put on those roller skates, you're going to feel a bit rusty. And so I'm here to encourage you um, that even though you may be making work that you feel is terrible and you just want to throw it away, first of all, that doesn't have to be seen by anyone. If you don't want to show it, don't share it. You don't have to share everything you make on Instagram. You don't need that judgment or someone critiquing something that you're not really proud of. So, you know, you don't have to share those things. And even though that work is very frustrating and that rust is just taking a little bit of time to come off, um, it's something that needs to be done. And I will tell you that even though I create every day, there are days that I step into my art practice and I make something. And after I make it, I say, well, that was trash. But that is not time um, that is wasted because even in creating trash, you are honing your skills. You are practicing what not to do. And in the midst of that junk, of that trash, you might look at it more closely and maybe see and observe parts of it that you do like. And maybe those parts that you like can be integrated into the next piece that you love. So I want to encourage you today on the creation of trash that someday might turn into the very hint of treasure. Something else I want to encourage you with is sometimes creating trash or something that is unfinished maybe. Um, Playing can be the most beautiful underpainting. And here's a little secret. I would say about 50% of my sold works of art were once something else. Because I'm not afraid to take a canvas especially and paint over it. There's no shame in that. There is no shame in saying what once was good to me or what's, what once was something that came out of my hands, the work of my hands, is no longer something I want to share, want to keep. So painting over that is certainly acceptable and really just a great way to repurpose canvases. Now, I paint in a thicker style um, and a very textured style, and so I really love some of those peaks of crazy underpaintings poking through. I actually did a series back in 2020 with my kids that we called the slowness collab and they painted all the underpaintings. I gave them zero direction and they painted craziness and it was thick and globby and quite colorful. And then once it dried, I came back in and made those pieces of what what some might call mm, childish trash. I made them treasure and they were beautiful and they had a purpose and it it made something, a, a connection between me and my children that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't given them ownership over that project. It was so cool. I'll have to do something like that another time. So if you are struggling to get that creativity uh, back into your life, no fear. I, uh, I'm here to help. I'm here to help, and I really hope that this inspires you and encourages you to keep pushing because that trash, that seemingly unwanted canvas, um, something that maybe embarrasses you now, could become something beautiful, whether it is the honing of your technique 
or discovering a new color that you didn't understand before, how to mix certain colors, or maybe it's just the underpainting of something truly glorious. So I hope that helps you and I hope that encourages you today. And I will see you guys next time. Let's get creative. Before we completely close out, I would be remiss if I did not announce the floral painting subscription that just launched today, August the 2nd, and it will be open until August the 8th. It's an amazing subscription where you get delivered to your inbox once monthly, a brand new real-time tutorial where you get to watch me paint and mix colors and how I do certain brush strokes. It's really fun and it's helped so many artists already. It's just a great way to get that creativity going. Um, maybe you haven't painted before. That's okay. We accept all kinds. Um, it's really for a wide range of skills and you can easily build your skills with each new tutorial. So check the show notes and find out how to sign up. Thank you for listening to the Get Creative podcast. Please leave us a five-star review if you've enjoyed it or leave us a kind note to encourage us. And I hope that you will share this with friends or anyone that you know might need just a little push to get creative. I'll see you guys next time. I can't wait to see what you create.